BSing with Corey and JC. Living that quarantine life. Anybody that's out there listening to what we're doing right now, if you want videos and stuff like that, edited um, promo videos, 30-second clips, send me some some live video footage or some video footage you want me to use and or, I mean, not and or, just pretty much and, an MP3 of your latest single you want to plug. I can make them for you. One of Justin's recently acquired talents. Definitely oh. been dropping the hammer on that one for sure, keeping it interesting. You dropping the new, the real name. Listen to you, Corey. Real, real. Which, uh, ordinance is going to go work on a couple new singles here soon with Murphy. There you go. I'm fucking stoked. You have no idea. Speaking of Chaos Ordinance, who just joined in? Welcome, Sean Anderson of Chaos Ordinance. Hey. Roll it down. Double dicking it, y'all. Double dicking it, whore. How are you doing today, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing, man. <clears throat> I got my head on straight today. I'm ready to do this. Let's fuck. It's not on crooked. No, not today, man. I figured it out. I, I've got it. I've got it narrowed down. It's like a pickle jar and shit. Like you ever try to like you ever screw up like the pickle jar and it's like half on the wrong way. Like it's just like a little off kilter and then your pickles all dry out and shit on the top. Your ass is tightening it the wrong way and shit. <laughs> then you can't get it open. Yeah. Fuck, man. I do that with water bottles. Shit, Sean. So today's topic is what you're doing to stay sane during the quarantine. Oh, that is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Well, once these other guys get in, our special guests get in. By the way, I'm JC. You already know Corey's here to introduce yourself again, Corey. I'm Corey. Chaos Ordinance. Mm -hmm. Patrol Dawn Chaos Ordinance. Together, we are Illinois Media. Um, Oh yeah, Illinois too, of course. Yeah, we are together, Illinois Media. We, I don't know, doing some shit, having fun. We were abruptly interrupted <laughs> during our bookings. So we will be rebuilding the infrastructure. <laughs> abruptly. The abruptly. That we had going on. In which case, the Legion's ball was canceled, which pissed me clean on. But oh, we're yeah. going to move the date. I don't want to lose any of those bands. If you're listening now, you guys all fucking are amazing. So we got Extraction Point. Orinaco, fucking Mantra of Morta, Chaos Ordinance, Patrol at Dawn, all in Streeter. So as soon as that bad boy's back up and running, we're going to be pushing the shit out of that. So that'll be the next mm-hmm. There's a few that we had to let go. 4-4 um, four, four really hurt my feelings, too. The April 4th Road to, Road to 309 or 309 Invasion, Road to Chaos Fest show. That one hurt my feelings. It was insanely stacked. We had so many fucking deal in the bill. Like, I wouldn't even <laughs> It'd be impossible to stop the We had our homie self imposed exile on there. We were Extinguish the Sun, Crown the Martyr, Oblivion Zero. Yeah, we had Oz out there. Shout out to Oz if you guys are listening at all. Yeah, homie and roommate Jeff. Hell yeah. Kyle and Alex. Love those we guys. We go back with those guys. Like I said, we opened. Uh, Bought a brew, we opened the Browning, and that's when we first met those guys. That wasn't too long ago. Their band and their organization's done a lot to help us out in, in the patrol at dawn um, in the world of things. Like, we wouldn't be where we're at right now, I don't think, if they wouldn't have gave us a chance. 
And they've been generous with everything regarding KO for for years. So, I mean, shit's always been smooth that way. Shout out to SLM, too. SLM, what's up, homies? But um, hopefully these guys get on here pretty quick. Anybody, just make sure they're not having any problems. Can anybody back out of this? I don't want to be the one to back out. Make sure. I know that that the the microphone settings are probably what's uh, killing them. Yeah. Well, I just got, see what's up. I know Adam was in here earlier. So he shouldn't have any issues, but let's make sure that Brandon's not, please. They were having technical issues regarding headphones and whatnot. So, I mean, we can be patient. Yeah. We got things to talk about anyway. We've got time Sean, anyway. What We've have you been time. doing, Sean, to entertain what have I been during this fucking quarantine, um, bro? Um, fuck, man. Well, aside from Pornhub Premium, I've been doing uh, Netflix and uh playing the old guitar that Pornhub right, free right, right now right yes dude not just for italy bro the whole world's free now <laughs> am i the only fucker on the planet that just thinks the premium videos aren't as good as like the regular like uh, no they're not they're i don't not, i've never know. even watched a premium video so i mean bro, I'm, when, I'm such a that, prude, dude i'm such a it became free like a long time ago they did like a week for free and I checked it out, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I was gonna pay a like a subscription to watch this. Like, I don't know. I wasn't fucking impressed. Welcome, Adam. Hi, Adam. Yo, what's up? Hello. We're just talking about Pornhub being free. Yes, sir. Pornhub being the only form of entertainment for our guitarist Sean over here. He mentioned yeah. Netflix. He mentioned uh, Netflix. I, I, did. I like. I did. I personally enjoy some Hulu. You guys take Hulu. I'm watching Hulu right now. Currently stuck on Future Man. Currently stuck on it. Oh yeah, you've been trying to get me to watch that shit. I so just we, got done watching the Tiger King on Netflix. I yeah, watched that, that like shit. You wanted yeah, that man. was the shit. <laughs> I watched it like a week ago, bro. I'm way ahead on that one. Well, <laughs> for you, JC. Adam. Yo. Introduce Adam, yourself. You watch Tiger King. I got bored of it. No, so you got bored. Yeah. Carol Baskin. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, and I will announce it here. Carol Baskin made her husband a meat grinding sandwich or some shit. I don't know. Fantastic. I was on the edge of my seat with that shit, and guess what? They're coming with a new episode, I guess, regarding the missing husband. It's gotta be like they gotta. There's gotta be some Carol Baskin. Yeah. They probably had to go deeper, dude. Now. <laughs> Probably. Fucking Carol Baskin. Well, well, I mean, you know why Brandon's not here, right? Uh-uh. Yeah, where is Brandon? Carol fucking Baskin, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, uh, a- Carol didn't with you, did she? Where are you? <clears throat> Has anybody heard from Brandon? No. He's probably off chugging beer somewhere. That's like his thing. Yeah, he's probably doing a post before he hops in. He's like, he's like, gotta, gotta tag, post, tag. They, I don't know. What they're doing is fucking cool, though, man. Like, it's a lot of people involved in that. Well, shit, explain it to him for the listeners, bro. What's blood, sweat, and beer? Well, like, blood, sweat, and beers while we're waiting on Brandon. Um, It's like this Facebook group, dude, and they all, like, Post each other chugging beers and like they challenge each other to do other chugs and like, like I don't know some pretty wicked shit on there. It's definitely entertaining. 
And speaking of Sancho's, oh. Brandon, oh, go ahead and There he but, is. Um, but I was just talking about you basically kind of explaining your organization. So I was just saying, like, well, you're a you know, Facebook group and you guys throw beers and kind of, I don't know, they support the community, I guess, as well while chugging beers. That's how I got to meet them, actually. Well, shit, uh, Randall, give, give us a brief rundown of what Blood, Sweat, and Beers means to you, what it is. There um, you go. What made much, you want to start it? Uh, you know, there's a couple things. It Just like the community, I, I fell in love with the community, uh, meeting new people that I would probably never meet in my life, and then uh, staying connected with friends that are states away from me. Like Isaac down in Florida. That's cool. So just like a way to like hang out and party still with your buddies that aren't necessarily in the same room. Yep. And one of the favorite, one of my favorite things is uh, the charities that you were talking about. Yeah, that's awesome. Like that's how I met you. Was we were actually doing a benefit what in September, Corey? Yeah. Oh yeah. Or no, it was December, wasn't it? December. Yeah, it was in the winter. It was in December, that's right. They uh, apparently lost their house right before Thanksgiving. And I think Thanks. you guys brought something like $280, which was the most that we had for one single donation, like, that entire evening. Yep. You know what I mean? So, like, that's really awesome. And then don't you have something going on, like, right now? Yeah, we're doing uh, Chugs for Autism. We're setting up some other things for it, but right now we're just sending Chugs with the hashtag Chugs for Autism. We have a admin, uh, Andrew Whitney. His kid has autism, so it gave me the idea and him the idea. And then, uh, okay. my, and a couple people in my family, well, a cousin of mine that has it, and my best friend, his uh, stepkid has it. So it's yeah. a lot of people have it nowadays. I think it's a big yeah. It's definitely definitely something that everybody can probably relate to. Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah, that's autism. Really I have in my family too. That was dumb. I have a uh, quick another question for you. Mm. Whoa! I saw. Uh, do you have a preference on which kind of method you like to chug in? What's your favorite thing to chug? Because there's all sorts of different ones I've seen on your page. Waterfalls, shit I didn't know existed. You know, all sorts of devices and shit. Well, that's a little hard one for me because I'm probably the slowest chugger on the page, but. I would say the beer stick or the chug bud is one of my favorite to use. That's awesome. I've seen them beer sticks, dude. There's no way I, I can't I can't even drink a beer like fast. That one helps me drink it fast. Like, I'm super 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 slow drinker. Like I can drink maybe a beer and then I'm already drunk. I mean I can drink regularly. How about Sean? Do you have any? Yeah, how are you with your alcohol tolerance? Um, I'm all right with it, I guess. I mean, I've posted a couple videos in some other groups that I I can shotgun a beer no problem. In which after this, uh, I might have to do one for BSB. A little bit of chug for hot. All right, that'd be awesome. Been a pretty active member on your guys' page recently. I've noticed. (laughs) Who's that? Sean. Our guitarist. Sean. Not yet. No, I don't think so. 
Have you been on there that on there, Sean? Much? Uh, not on that one. I am a part of another one. Yeah, uh, I've been. Which will I, remain nameless at this time. It will remain nameless at this time. Absolutely. <laughs> but since I am talking, since I have the floor, Brandon, I have a couple of questions for you. Possibly three. All right. All right. So number one, if you were going to choose one beer, just one to drink for the rest of your life, what would it be? But before you answer it, I have three choices for you. Are all right. You ready? So, so, all right. All right. So you got two eleven steel reserve. You got Schlitz, or you got Old Milwaukee. You have to pick one. Rest of your life. The rest of your life. You want to grab. You, you want to grab a Coors when you open it. You crack it open. You take a drink. It's gonna taste like whatever you choose. I'll three. probably have to pick. Uh, Old Milwaukee. Ooh. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably do the same thing out of those three. I don't yeah, I mean, I literally picked, like, the three worst ones, and uh, that probably was probably the, the lesser. Yeah. Well, how about you, yep. Corey? What? What was the – out of those three beers, what would you choose forever? I'd probably shoot myself. I fucking hate beer. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't drink beer at all, do you? No, it's fucking. I don't know. I can't do it. It's like drinking like <laughs> bread, bro. I just can't hang. Yeah. Oh. How about you, Adam? Well, you, I would say you all pretty much know I don't drink beer, so it, none of those. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you and Corey are both poopy drinkers, then, like, bro. Give me a few like Jack and Cokes over the night, and I'll just start drinking beer at the end of the night. But that's about it. There you I go. De- you I definitely drunk, like Jack and Coke. When I start drinking liquor, I start drinking. I'm just impatient. You know, so I want to get as drunk as I can as quickly as I can. So I'll just chug whatever. It seems to be when Corey's around, I get drunk faster. I'll just say that. Because <laughs> we got to grab two and shout out to Jesus. Can't wait to have Nick on here with us. Oh, Do you got another question for him, Tom? Uh, I do. All right, Brandon. This one, I forgot. Comes, this one comes with I, music. All right. So what uh, these? I'm gonna give you a few more choices here. Of what one of these bands would you rather chug to? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. That's cool. Choices are: you got Nickelback, you got Joe Exotic, you <laughs> got Trap, Tiger King, or what was the last one? Trap. There's one more. I'm throwing in a wild card here. I have a feeling this might be a good one. Some Rodney Carrington. Ugh. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with Joe Exotic. He's got some bangers out there I nowadays. Harold <laughs> did that. Dude, shit. Here, kitty, kitty. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I just listened to that yesterday. Actually, you gotta watch the video on that. <laughs> it's hysterical. There are reports that Joe Exotic did not actually sing any of his own music. What do we think of that one? Oh, man. He didn't I think do he's it. innocent until proven guilty. Well, explain the funeral scene. Why did he sing at the funeral if he didn't actually record those songs? I... Well, that's what I'm saying. It sounded like he sang at the funeral, right? Yeah. It did. So, I mean, it sounded like his voice, the same voice that was on the record. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but Corey, you sound I like somebody else Baskins right now. I think Carol Baskin wrote the music. And he recorded it. <laughs> Oof. Oof. 
Maybe that's Shiny why they the definitely What's up? But anyway, I got another question for you. Yeah. All right. Did you get them all out, Sean? Uh, actually, I have one more. What was it? Okay, so, Brandon, I'm asking for a friend. Are butt chugs, sure. <laughs> are butt chugs allowed <laughs> on BSB? We already had one sent, so, yeah. Perfect. Like I said, like I said. One butt chug sent. That's it. We We've we only had one, one butt chug. Well, one it, butt chug. It was not the butt chug that I imagined in my head. It was completely different, so... Did they actually chug it into their butt? Like- they, they had a funnel in the butt, and they poured it into the funnel, and I then someone, thing, someone blew thing into it. Do. So they boofed it, pretty much. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah I know uh, that's a thing kids do. It's, yeah, because oh, you get drunker faster. People that's uh, why I used to do it in mine. And then if you, th- if, you get pulled, if you get pulled over and then try and take a breathalyzer, it doesn't come up. What? Yes, by boofing, it goes in the butt, but then one, if you get pulled over for drunk driving and then they t- ask you to take a breathalyzer, it will actually come up zero. Or I, don't even know why you want, I don't even want to know why you know that, Adam. Uh, you, know I'm in, you know I'm into science just as much as you are. <laughs> Adam's like, I do what I please, thank you. I'm studying butt chugs. Fuck it. Adam, you've been taking them Jack and Cokes that way, buddy. More like UV and lemonade. <laughs> that sounds like it burns. That would burn. That would burn. Oh yeah. Oh, that that would burn. But, oh, that's it for me. What brother. wouldn't burn? Right. What wouldn't burn going up the ass? All right, I'm gonna get. I'll keep the comments to myself. Anyway, let's move on. No, no, you won't, Corey. That was Sean actually. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, okay. okay. Sean and Corey sound the same a little bit. Same band. You guys sound. Yeah. So. Sean's kind of a band hoe. <laughs> I'm gonna have we to meet Corey back and forth. Yeah, he's right. a I guess, guitarist. I guess he's. I got Corey's sloppy seconds. I don't know. Yeah, I'd call it well, that. Well, the way you two share. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess, Sean. Are you? Should we consider you sloppy? You know, seconds? I'm not really liking you guys' tone right now. I don't think it's very sloppy at all. I think I'm majestic. <laughs> as fuck, so I think you guys need to take that. <laughs> you are majestic. You're you're the swan. You, you know what though? In all honesty, I'm making fun of him and teasing him a little bit, but I think he kind of he's brought a new life into both projects that wasn't there for a little while. It's gonna be pretty cool, like to see where they both go and where Sean's writing ability and and. Like, cause it's funny because the two different camps are two totally different styles of music, right? Am I, am I lying, Corey? Oh yeah, very different. So like, it's funny because when he brings certain things to me, I'm like, no, that's that's too much. Like, that's like I'm like, take that to Corey, and Corey usually loves it or something. And if Corey's like, that's too simple or something, I mean, bring that to Justin. <laughs> I called myself. Justin. I mean, either way, I win. If I bring something to the table, they don't like it. Someone is gonna like it. Someone is right. Shit. No, but I'm someone. Gonna like I've it. been uh, Ko's been around for almost, well a decade now. 
I haven't seen a guitarist quite as driven and motivated as Sean, so it's pretty fucking awesome having him on the team. So thank you for that, bro. Oh, there's no problem, man. Thanks for having me. Actually, more importantly, thank you to Kirk for reaching out and uh, <coughs> holding me. Fuck yeah. Shout That's out. That's awesome. Bro, bro. Yay, Kirk. Fuck Kirk. I miss you, Kirk. Maybe you'll be on one of these someday. Well, if it's not through Facebook, he'll be all right. <laughs> when, I was, I was going to say, when, when, when bass players become important. Ooh. <laughs> no, Ooh. no, Kirk's support. It's Kirk, I'm not going to lie. Kirk's been the rock and to throw it on for a long time. You know, Adam, you were there. You were as a member when Kirk joined. You guys joined right about the same time, didn't you? Yeah. So, I mean, Kirk's been my rock since, you, you know, you left. You know right. what I mean? So, like. And then with John having left, Sean really stepped up the day that happened. I mean, the day it happened. It like, hey, but back to what we were talking about. Brandon, I got yeah. one more question for you, brother. All right. Well, actually, two more. But like, what, what's your numbers at currently? Like, how, many, how many followers do you have? Because I, I, I see as a lot of people posting. You see a lot of inactive followers. You see... The followers oh, you have are participants in what's going on. So the question was, how many followers? Yeah, like how how many followers? How big is your group now at this point? It's at uh four point three, I believe. Four point three thousand. Yep. And that's like four four point three four point three active participants too, right? I mean, you're seeing a lot of these people that are in the group. Yeah, we have about a hundred, hundred, a little bit more active uh, posters a, a month. And then it says there's about uh, like 4.3 active members, but we haven't been getting the likes like that. So I don't know if yeah. th- there's a lot of lurkers, I think. Then, yeah, uh, and I think that's that in everything. Oh, they're the worst kind of bad I think that's too, everything. We figured out, we figured out a roughly 10% or something like that, right? Clay? Yeah, a lot of people will just look at your post and not even say shit or like it. Yeah, but they'll be they like they're just lazy. The, be- the beginning of this month has been really good. There's been faces I haven't ever seen on the page before uh the chugs for autism i think it's bringing out a lot of the communities and i think it's gonna be a good month that's awesome absolutely everybody being at home and not having a drinking schedule that helps a lot too yeah yeah so there's one positive in this quarantine stuff we can drink when we want to not like everyone didn't already yeah, huh? <laughs> not like anyone didn't already. Well, I mean, you know, they have like work schedules and stuff sometimes. Some people still got work schedules right now. Right. Yeah. But anyway, those I'm, essential my, employees. My last question is going to be a funny one, Brandon. <laughs> you ready oh, for this one? Oh, what is that? Yeah. In your opinion. You think that was uh, Mr. Whitney's dick in that video? I'm not thinking uh, it was. Yeah, I think I think it was, but you'll have to ask him <laughs> yourself for the video without the whipped cream to find out for yourself. You know, 
<laughs> I don't know if I want that video. Well, I don't know if I want that video, but that video I had to mention it, man, because I haven't seen a video get that much attention in quite a while. Oh, he he puts up pretty good content. He he puts on a good show, that's for sure. But I mean, that's definitely, and he's all about your all about your causes too. Like I definitely seen him. Like he's he's one of your supporters or admins or something as well, isn't he? Yeah, I made him an admin after the beer pong tournament. Yeah. yeah awesome. you guys showed up so it's funny, like yeah, these people people you didn't really know and now you're meeting too. And you had that's the thing, I had that beer pong tournament. Are you guys gonna do more stuff like that in the future? Yeah, we are and we I mean I, I want to become a brand and get bigger as we grow. We wanna start making a bigger impact on the communities by using our audience to spread awareness to different causes on different issues, as well as raising money to different charities. Hopefully we don't want to be another group on Facebook. We want to help others the most we can just like this month doing chugs for autism to spread the awareness, you know? Oh yeah. I know I speak probably for everybody when I say this you have us anytime you want us just like you've been there for us we'll be there for you in return yep and so i love everything you guys everything did oh yeah man you brought a lot of new faces That's- to the show so we were really appreciative to see you guys and it was just another good vibe i'm gonna try to bring out some more people whenever this coronavirus gets over and you guys can get back out there uh absolutely. Oh, yeah. it should as be soon good as we're able to you'll know Yep. But um Yo. hey Corey. You got some questions for Adam, I'm no, assuming. No, no. Yeah, you assume correctly. All right. Shit. He's like, where's, where's my, my shit? <laughs> Pretty well, much I just the same like thing. I'm like, okay, let me pull up the notes real quick. Let's just go ahead and open up with what do you do, Adam, and who do you work with, and any band you work with? Well, sh- shit. Well, I mean, well, you guys already a lot of know, but I mean, let's say the last five years have been my busiest working for Nonpoint and then working for Head PE, um, Edema. Uh, I just got picked up, but. Well, I just got picked up by Edema and Julian K, which are two of the ex-members of Orgy, yeah. which is Ryan, Ryan Shuck and Amir. The Rock. That. That's awesome. I love Julian K. That's one of my favorite bands. <clears throat> yeah, and unfortunately, I had a tour canceled that was supposed to start. Actually, it was supposed to start on the fourth of this month. It was Julian K and Birthday Massacre. Damn, the quarantine took it all away, huh? Um, it was supposed to run from April. Well, it was supposed to start March 27th, which I, I would have been on tour with Head PE at the time to finish up. But they were allowing me to join kind of like in that first week of tour. I was supposed to join them April 4th down in Florida at the Orpheum. And then that that tour ran all the way to May 3rd or May 4th. And then I was supposed to meet back up with Head PE May 8th and do a uh, May 8th to June 15th, June 16th Head PE run. Dude, yeah. Head um, is actually one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Head PE is a pinnacle for me, man. 
Oh, same for a lot of people. I mean, shit. It's like even going back to listening to them. And when I was in high school, you're talking 96, 97, 98. And, you know, I haven't even graduated high school yet. And they were, they already had one album, maybe two albums out at that time. And then, oh, yeah. and then same thing with Edema. Edema was, came out roughly around the same time Corn did, you know, a little bit after. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they, so, so it was, oh, yeah, definitely with the new vape. It's, it's just hilarious, like coming out of high school and then like, 10 years, 15 years later, I'm working for the bands I used to listen to. That's fucking incredible, man. That's yeah. really dope as fuck, man. That's gotta be like epic. Like, well, that brings me to my next question. A lot of people at home don't really understand what a tour manager is or what they do. So, how is life as a tour manager? Tour manager slash stage manager. You know, I'm more a stage manager than I'm ever a tour manager, but, you know, tour tour. We'll go to, you know, who I've tour managed. You know, I, my first tour managing gig was actually Psycho Stick. I am. You know, if everybody knows the beer song. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're all familiar with Psycho Stick. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> I was going to say. Absolutely appropriate. <laughs> Oh, very much so. <laughs> you know, t- tour managing them, um, we ended up coming across a one a one off where it was us, or I was working for Emperors and Elephants at the time, and we were on tour with Tantric. I ended up becoming like an assistant TM for Tantric, and we did a one off at a place called the O Bar, Minot, North Dakota, and that's where I met up with Psycho Stick, One Eyed Doll. And that's pretty much how I got my end to Psycho Stick was <clears throat> Moose, the bass player, was like, you know, we need to get us one of those guys. He's, he's over here working for Impersonal Offense and Tantric, loading two trailers. And they're like, you know, we, ha- we never really ever had a crew. So, you know, is he available? And, and he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, take down his number. He's always for a hire. And that's, you know, pretty much how I got into Psycho Stick. A month later, after I got done with Tantric and Emperor's and Elephants, Psycho Stick gave me a call. We did a three-day run. They were like, hey, we need a tour manager. Sure, shit. The next tour I got was Psycho Stick, Downtown Brown, and Fun Gone Wrong. Fuck yeah. I've seen those guys, too. The big cubes on their head. Those guys are awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much pre Minecraft days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which brings me to my next question. Uh, you're on the road a lot. You see a lot of fucking bands out there. So, what bands have caught your eye the most on the road? Would you say, like, it could be locally or national? Like, who was this? Who caught you off guard and took your breath away? You know. Um, there's actually been a lot of bands. So, but I mean, some that kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Or I, I can't even say a sore thumb, but ones that I knew could have gone a long way, but they end up in like really bad record deals. Was a band out of Rhode Island called Scare Don't Fear. Heard of? They were very, they were very rap metal. Um, two vocalists. It, it was kind of like a Lincoln Park, but harder. Hmm. You know, they they had a DJ, okay. they had a drummer, single guitar player, single bass player, but two vocalists. Um, very rap, very metal, very all over the place. Um, but they were signed to Asking Alexandria's label, 
and they really didn't read too fine into their contract and they end up having to disband and can never be a band again because of the stipulation. Um, <clears throat> another moral story, read your damn contract. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And, and, well, even going into another one, there was a band from England that toured with us when I was working for Nonpoint was a band called The Family Ruin. Very asking Alexandria-like, but from Europe. Um, but they were another asking Alexandria label band to where, you know, you have to do this many records in this so many years. You have to pull this many numbers. Or if you don't, you kind of, you know... Drop from the label. Get dropped from the label, or you get penalized. You have to pay so much out of pocket yourself because you're not pulling the required numbers to meet your quota. I seen that band when I met up with you at the Forge in Joliet. Yes. Definitely. It's fucking phenomenal. Yes. And and like I said, very asking Alexandra, very uh um Sempaturo band. Uh Bring Me the Horizon. Very new Bring Me the Horizon okay. style. Uh, um, okay. Another band lo- lately that I've that we toured with, um, they actually bought on to like a two-week, three weeks of our tour with Head PE was a band called it, it looks like it's it looks like it says Magdalen, but it's supposed to be pronounced Magdalene. Hmm. Okay. Um, so just run the words together. Yes, but, like Mary Magdalene. But okay. it, yeah, pretty much. Yes, it's actually supposed to be based off of that. Oh, fucking nice. Okay, cool. <clears throat> um, but they do this. Yeah, they do. They do this badass cover from Alanis Morissette, where they kind of uh, punk goes pop the cover oh, to where it's got some, it's got some insane breakdowns to where you know the guitar solo or her vocal solo was supposed to be. That's in the original uh, Alanis Morissette. Um, there's also Andrew W. Boss, who is another kind of a rap rock that's coming Dude, out. I'm, I'm going to be honest. When I seen him with Head P with this last time when we met up with you at the Forge when I came up to see you. Yeah. Um, holy shit. Like, that band was they amazing. They throw down. They, and they get they get in with the like, crowd, too. They're holy both shit. the vocalists, the guitarists, the bassists. Well, yeah, he climbed over the fence and he was in oh, the yeah. pit, right? Ah. That's awesome. I love that shit. But yeah, they definitely made an impression yeah, on yeah. me. Um, but but the, there's been a lot of bands. I mean, even when I worked with Nonpoint, there was a band based out of Seattle called Awaken the Empire. They're disbanded now, but very, <clears throat> um, I want to say kind of Hoobastankish, kind of uh, meets, um, if anybody's heard of You, Me at Six, uh, that I have. Seosin, no. kind of, kind of Seosin-ish. There's a uh, one band that I want to talk about that you made a connection for us with, and it's fucking worked out great. Like, I mean, I can't even uh, explain how much well it's worked out. They're they're Illinois family, and they're not even from Illinois. And that's Mantra yeah. Morta. Like, you linked us up with them. You linked us up with them for a show, and that's one of the one of the best things that ever happened. That's I, I, I know I probably Corey will probably agree with me, but Patrol of Dawn loves them. Their family, 
I, anytime they want to work with us, anytime they ever need us for anything, we're right there. Support 100%. Oh, very much so. Well, I was going to say, yep, when, it, when it comes to a lot of female-fronted, you know, bands, it's like sometimes they get overlooked if they don't have that unique sound, but they have that unique sound to where they could, like, I could see them on tour with Ginger from the Ukraine. They are very gingerish. Oh, oh, for and sure. They would, they would for mesh sure. so well together that it's like I can see them taking off with Ginger or Motionless and White, you know, touring with bands like that. And for sure. If, if, then they're, and they're so tour ready, it's not even oh, yeah, funny. Very much so. Like, you know, you know <laughs> like they're just everything about all of them they all rock dude. like they've all the personality of each one of them their work ethic is amazing i'm getting i'm getting served another mimosa like, i'm on my fourth already <laughs> drink one for me there you go um, Chug it. There you go. The, the thing with me, me oh, oh. <laughs> the, yeah these things are like water um, the thing with Mantra Morta, <laughs> and it's actually very funny because I belong to a, this nonprofit organization called Association of Wicked, which is actually Trauma, the drummer from Headpiece, nonprofit profit organization. Um, and he, oh, one of his in, Indiana chapter guys, Nathan Dalrymple, Dal is their manager. Yeah. And he was like, dude, he was like, the only thing that this band is lacking is followers. It's like, how do we get followers? IG, Facebook, Twitter. I was like, the funny thing is, is the thing that I learned with Nonpoint is content, content, content. And it's like, you know, yep. you know, a, a lot of a lot of things with the bands that they're doing is like, you know, hey, we're going to go live. I'm like, OK, cool. You know, you're doing the live thing like every other band. I was like the thing that got nonpoint officially, you know, IG and Facebook and, you know, you get that little blue check mark next to your name is like do the content outside of the shows. It's like if you're in if you're yep. in the studio do it live if you're in taking you know just doing something at the home life you know record it go live with it you know let's let people see who you are outside of just the stage because granted a lot of just the just the normal you know show viewers there are a lot of people that want to know what you do outside of the home you know are you doing you know are you like a basic homebody? Are you a basic caregiver? Are you a, somebody with a nine to five job? Are you, you know, do you have kids? Do you have a husband? Do you have a significant other? You know, what do you do outside of that stage persona? They want it all. They want it as entertainers. They want it as entertainers. Yes. And it, it's all about connecting with them. And that was the biggest thing that I learned with Nonpoint is like, you know, show who you are outside the stage persona because when you're in character, you know, they're getting the in-character stage person. But who are you outside of the makeup, outside of the, the you know, whatever you're wearing as a get-up on stage? You know, and that's sometimes what a lot of oh, people yeah. are a little bit more humble towards and actually watching you every day. You know, they're subscribing to your Snapchat, IG stories, your Facebook stories. Be like, you know, who is this person outside, outside of, you know, 
you know, the makeup, you know, the show clothes and everything. And that draws a lot of viewers in also. Well, they want that personal connection because a lot of people turn oh, yeah. to music because it's form of stress relief. So when you feel like you know the person, it just hits 10 times harder. Yes. Well, and yeah. we're so interconnected through technology and such anymore that people want a constant a constant connection and we can be and it's nice i think it's really cool being a musician and an entertainer right now because of like 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 people like brandon for example his whole his whole introduction into being an entertainer was through social media right like that's that's really cool it's like we live in an age where it's like like even right now where you 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 took you took touring away from us temporarily (laughs) you took shows away from us temporarily but we're still we're still finding a way through social media to connect with it's its really, own really, really yeah it, it is, it's your ability like to stand up and be noticed from a distance and it's also kind of like what you guys yep. are doing now is like you're bringing people in to find out who people really are outside of this you know you know you know Corey posted on facebook today is like you know, during a lot of this times, there are a lot of tragedies towards like, okay, what am I, you know, I, you, you know, some people really live off of the social life. And right now with not being able to have a social life, a lot of people are getting really sure. into their heads and getting into their thoughts. And, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, just even myself, it's like, you know, back in high school, and even, pre, you know, post high school, it's where it's like, mm-hmm. You know, you get into kind of like the. I'm not going to get into the S word, but let's say the deep down thoughts to where, you know, it's like, you know, what's going on? It's like there's so much tragedy going on to where it's like reach out as a lot of people in the world don't realize what a lot of us musicians go through being away from our families. Um, very true and you know some of every relationship we have is affected relationships and but then also you have those musicians that have kids you know when's daddy coming home when's mommy coming home you know what does mommy do you know why are they gone for so long to where it 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 kind of goes into and i heavily express this youtube video from maddie mullins it's a lot of musicians, I think, are the biggest sufferers of depression. Oh, hands down. And hands something, down. Yeah, and, and something like this is, I think, going to make a lot of musicians write so heavily. Mm-hmm. Well, also, you got to spent the last well, ten years of your life getting this shit ready, and you're on. Maybe this could have been someone's first big fucking tour or break, and now they're off for the next thirty days, forty days. Same with musicians, it, pay yeah, their bills if not music, longer, they can't pay their bills for this whole fucking time off. And whether or not the government, well, not to mention totally that, yeah, it sucks. We can't even, well, we can't even theorize how long this is going to be either. And that's a really sucky. Well, thing. the other biggest I thing think it is might like it, make it better. It, it it will because so many people were trapped at home that they're like, okay, I need to get the fuck out. So you know they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna come to oh, shows. Yeah. They're gonna go to bars. They're gonna go to the venues. They're gonna be like, oh my god. It's gonna be it's gonna be like the nineties again for at least a little oh, yeah. while. Yeah. And the biggest thing also is April starts festival season. So I mean you have Rock on the Range, Carolina Rebellion, you 
you know, Rock well. yes, Sonic Temple, Coachella. Canceled. Exactly. So it's like, and a lot of those are big paying shows to where, you know, those bands are actually getting paid. Mm-hmm. A lot of those towns, a, a lot of those towns make up their entire country for a year based on those festivals. Yeah. And it's, and it's really sad that, like, they're not able to do that right now. Yep. And, you know, and by the on this episode goes this is our first episode so if we're gonna you know if we're gonna talk and have a good time and everybody keep talking i, there's, I don't see any reason to cut anything uh, no, hell, hell no um, no i do want to add on adam i want to add on to something adam was talking about was uh like getting personal with your videos and stuff and mm-hmm. because I pre-recorded all my videos at the beginning and one of my members uh, gave us the idea to go live and it was a game changer. I, I, re- I, I get nervous a lot and the live video, it, it makes it easier to uh, talk to your members and everything. But interaction with even your band followers, you know, your fans, like interacting with mm-hmm. them, I feel like that would grow your page also. Yeah, you know? exactly. We've honestly, me and JP yeah. can speak for this. We've had to deal with a few of our fans that are just personally going through shit. Like, they'll just hit us up and be like, oh, I want to fucking kill myself. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I mean, want to fucking resort would... to drugs. And we have to kind of like, oh, hey, no. Or, hey, I got to do this. And it's yeah. just not, you know, like, it, it, it's, it's, it, there becomes a fine line there between when fans become friends. Yeah. You know? And, uh, like, and we've got, I, I know that we've got a lot of fans that are our, our personal friends and that have come, like, you know, I say something when we're on stage now, I mention, I mention uh, ways that I've been feeling and I mention and I'll bring people out that have, um, that have, helped me out you know what i mean oh, you yeah. show a lot of love so, on at your shows that's what i've noticed the two shows that i've been to you guys you you, you just per, your personality is out of this world you show so much love to everyone that has helped you because like that first charity event you told the backstory of how you knew these people and you got a little emotional and it was it was yeah. it was great it was great you know I do that <laughs> the fun the funny thing yeah. the funny thing is to the backstory behind Justin is when he saw me and his brother John you know trying to start something he always knew that some way or somehow we were actually going to play together. And it came down. I always made it, jokes it, about it. It came yeah. down to when I moved back from Virginia to Illinois to where we actually did. It's like, you know, Dave, Dave ended up leaving with another, another member or whatnot to try and do a side project. And, it kind kind of caused a little bit of a conflict, but I mean, there, that's really not part of the story. But to the story, to where it's like his first phone call was to me. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And, and <laughs> sure, shit. I mean, how many shows did I put in at the time that I was home before I moved? It, you know, before. 
fuck, I want to say four, four, four or five at least, and I think you're only there like two weeks. Exactly. <laughs> and, and then I had I had another tour with Nonpoint, and non, uh, we were at, we were going on tour with Hell Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. It was like a two week stretch and like we had we had no chance of nothing going on. And I'm like I'm just like it's done, it's over with for a while until I find a new drummer and Adam's like, Oh, I'm here. Perfect timing. Perfect <laughs> like, timing. He's like, You're not you're not canceling any shows. When's that show? Oh, you got two days. Who inspires you to do what you do? Uh, the doubters. Everybody that doubted that the, you could actually make a career out of the music industry. And I will say it, it actually started with my family. You know, g- yeah. going through. Me too. And, you know, old friends and, I mean, people that you went to school with. And it was just like, you know, it came, it came down to where uh, it was a literature class i can't remember which one it was in high school but we all had to pick a name out of a hat and and then you actually had to kind of go off of that person of how much you already know about that person and she actually wrote yes this was a girl that ended up picking me and it was like you know where do you see adam in 10 years you know, in life. And the quote that she put was something to do with music. And, you know, I've always been a drummer. You know, I came out pretty much out of my mother's womb as a drummer, as my family always said. But it was like, my grandfather was like, you know, there's really no life behind music. It's like, you know, you're always, if if you're that type of touring person, you know, you're not going to have a significant other. You're not going to have children, you know, and it comes into a downward spiral to where, you know, yeah, I have been married before and some of those relationships have been. No, you're fine. Um, some of those relationships, I don't actually, none of my relationships were a downfall because of the music industry. It was a downfall be, being on two different pages. Um, they were like, oh, yeah. you know, you. I thought you just wanted to be local. I didn't know that you wanted to do this thing for the rest of your life. And when that start, that's, oh no, go ahead. No, that's a that's one of those situations that we, I think we encounter those. I was just kind of real commenting on what you're saying. <laughs> and so. yeah, you know, my uh, I will go into it. My second wife thought I just wanted to do it locally, and you you know Jody Justin. Um, to where she thought I was just going to be a local, local band. But when I started in 2004 working for the brain chiggers, I didn't expect it to take off quite as fast as it did, you know, where we actually opened up for dope. We played at the Metro in Chicago. We went on a small tour with dog fashion disco, um, and, and Slytherin. And I mean, Slytherin are the nephews of Corey Taylor from Slipknot. I just watched their music video today. Um, to where, you, 
I just watched that music video today for Lost. Actually. Yeah, and you know when uh, Tommy Burt, the manager, which is the kids' dad from Slytherin, is like, "Hey, can we use Adam?" And you know Brian Tucker, the guitarist from Brain Shaker, was like, "Yeah, go ahead." You know Slytherin opened up the Jägermeister tour in Des Moines, Iowa, to where I got to share the stage with Society One, Slayer, Arch Enemy, Hemlock, Hatebreed. And it opened up so many doors to where all of a sudden, you know, I did some shows with Dope. I worked for Slytherin and, you know, it took off from there. <clears throat> so a lot of people, you know, when I went to my 10-year class reunion, they're like, you know, what are you doing? It's like, I'm in the music industry. It's like I'm touring with ba bands like Slayer, Dope, you know, working for all these big time bands but i mean at the year of my 10 year reunion let's see 2009 uh stickles lot you know we did a bunch of shows with chaos oh, ordinance yeah. you know <laughs> we've shared this stage many times before and then i did your wedding adam <laughs> I, I just like to make fun of your name i loved it <laughs> um you know so i got a question go ahead I'm not, not to not to cut it short, but I want to get I want to get out like before we cut this short. I think Sean already talked about his because I'm gonna have to have some editing time here, guys. So, um, but I was the topic that we were all gonna talk about. I think Sean briefly touched on the Lizzie's, but said he's been writing some music and such. Um, but like we're we're all stuck in a stay at home order. Whether you're in California like Adam or you're here in Illinois like the rest of us, right? I mean, um, we're all under the same kind of shit. We're all stuck at home trying to stay safe ourselves yeah. and trying to keep our neighbors safe. So what are you doing? What, do, what are you doing? And I'll start with Adam, saying that you were just talking. What are you doing to keep yourself focused on on? you know, your sanity and, and staying mentally healthy as well as physically healthy, like while you're, you're at home, you know, uh, drumming artwork, you know, getting, getting to know my significant other, you know, better, you know, likes, dislikes, um, you know, Netflix, Hulu, prime video, <laughs> you know, pretty much anything in, everything under the sun that you could find to do just keep yourself busy what i find incredible is so many people yeah. are posting and saying that by being home they're getting to know their family better which kind of blows my mind because it's like damn like that's kind of intense to think that our work life and you know mm -hmm. our music life and stuff like that can actually pay that personal time to a point where you don't even really know somebody sometimes yep it just with me a little bit. <clears throat> I real I realistically I can't see my kids physically right now, but I realistically talk to them more now, I wanna say, than I did before this all started. Like I FaceTime them twice a day. Every day. Like and that's more than what I did, you know. Well yeah, even like, like with, I might have you know I, you know, Justin, you know this more than anybody, you know, me and Kendall met June of last year. Um, and I was living in Illinois at the time, you know, she actually flew out for five days to Chicago in July and actually, you know, kind of got her one-on-one -on -one time with me. But ever, oh, even since then, it was like, right, right after that, I went on tour with POD and Nonpoint, 
we we had our second touring session from there and then i went on tour with hell yeah and non-point you know later that summer and then it wasn't yeah. until you know the hell yeah tour tour she was i got to see you at all three shows and i got to see you at all three shows in Illinois. exactly <laughs> and it came down to where <laughs> during that during that summer into that fall it was like you know she was like why don't you just move out to california i'm like okay sure you know so i moved out to cali at the end of august after after the hell yeah run but the whole time that we've been together we've maybe only had 15 to 20 days of actually spending time you know one-on-one physically together so you know most most so it's It's a blessing exactly most of our relationship was all facetime you know over the phone texting and stuff getting to know each other rather than being you know at home together getting to know each other and with us being off it's like you know so we can say Adam's Adam's getting laid a lot. We can say <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's getting to know each other's lifestyles at home together. You know, and 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 awesome. the biggest thing this year alone, I was actually supposed to be on the road for ten months Jesus. solid. That's the only reason I agreed for him. Yeah. And it was, it was like when I, when, <laughs> it, that's Kindle back there. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the touring season for 2020 for Sick Productions, you know, started mid January. I was supposed to have three or four days off after that run. And I only actually ended up having two days off. And then I was back on the road with Head PE. And then this, this, this oh, tour was supposed to go straight into the Julian K run to where, you know, like I said, this year I was supposed to be on the road a solid ten Damn. months, but but now with you know everything going on with the coronavirus, it's like now I'm home. I've already been home going on a month now. <clears throat> and hey, a positive thing is that she still likes you. <laughs> yes, we. She still loves me. She still likes me. She hasn't killed me yet. Barely. Barely. Getting there. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's funny because like. I've I've known Adam for a long time. To anybody that's listening, like I, obviously this isn't live, but anybody that's listening later, like I've known Adam for the better part of twenty two years. Adam, something like that. Uh, twenty years because I, I moved to LaSalle yeah. County in two thousand. So I think me me. Okay, okay. So twenty years because I met you right yeah. away. So like uh, him and my brother were roommates. So like I've met I've met you know. A lot of his girlfriends and exes and stuff or whatever throughout the time, but like none of them, none of them have ever had like like come out of the way to like be a part of your life in the way that Kendall has. So like I appreciate Kendall too. Oh yeah, she, she, she so, knows like, the industry as well, and I mean, like, and Justin is the only one that really knows this, but her dad actually used to be in NoFX. Her dad's been in the music industry a very long time. So she's used to growing up around the music industry lifestyle. She was in the music industry. She worked for a, and that's actually how I met her, was a music venue out here that she was the manager for. And she's, she's worked with Vince Neal from Motley Crue. She's worked with Tom Kiefer from Cinderella. She's done Puddle of Mud. She's done Sinbad. She's done 
countless number of acts that we've all grown up on. So it's Damn. like for her, for her oh, to yeah. know what I do and then to take a musician on in a relationship, it definitely heightens it because both, both of us have an understanding of what our careers are like. And we're both understanding of it. So we know the downfalls. We know where there's possibly going to be problems at. And trust me, those problems have arose. But we both let it slide off the side of our shoulders because we know, you know, what each of our careers entails. You know, you're going to get those guys that hit on her. I'm, you know, I'm going to know that she, you know, she's a hot little five, two blonde chick, you know? And so, yeah, she, she's going to get hit on a lot. She's, but you know, it's about that money. It's like, she's going to get those tips that are going to double compared to just any normal average Joe. And she knows the same thing with going in the music industry. She, you know, she see, they see that, you know, hot, skinny drummer, blah, blah, blah. You know, the rumors, you know, I'm only I'm going off I'm I'm going off what J C and Corey has told me oh, to my hey, face. Girl, hey. hey girl, hey. No, I'm just hey, talking to you. Hey, I, I know if Corey you. and JC were gay, we'd have our thing on. Hey, we're we're an hour. We're, we're, just happened. we're all but hey, we're all but the sexy yeah. bitches. Absolutely. What's everyone else been doing to stay Brandon? What have you been doing to stay sane during the quarantine? Give it to us. Uh, pretty much just hanging out with my fiance, playing Xbox, doing puzzles with her. Just like uh, Adam said, getting to know her, even though we've been together seven years. Hell yeah! There's you, you can always learn more. <laughs> you know, you can always learn more. Fuck yeah! And so, Fuck yeah. and of course, <laughs> chugging beers. I mean, but do you what really else can chug you do? Beers because they go down pretty smooth. That's smooth, but slow. I've seen paint dry fast, and you can chug a beer. <laughs> hey, I told you I was the slowest. It's hey, still fun though, even if hey, you're not you fast. Hey, it's still high fun. Fast, man. You gotta click low and slow, baby. What's you're up? Good. I can't even do it. Yep, you taste it better. I can't even do it at all. Like I was gonna do one yesterday, and my girlfriend was like, "Dude, you just fucking epically fail. So why even do it? You." Just post all your fails, man. You've seen me fail. Post, post all my fails? Yeah. I'm going to get like a quarter of beer in and I'm going to start choking. Y'all going to be laughing at me and shit. Just do a whole compilation of fails from JC. Yeah, you know? yeah, that'd be like a whole saga, bro. That's like part one, two, three, fails. four. That's like learning the ring. <laughs> You know, Sean, I, I thought I would Sean. get better, but it's been like eight months, and I still suck. I've been practicing every day. No, <laughs> my liver's like, help! I need help. Hey, Sean. <laughs> I would say, is it really your liver, or is it You're your deep throating? You know, expertise. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. You're, I'm glad I have a fiance because I don't think I could go that way. I don't have the skill <laughs> that some of them have. He's teasing. I heard Sean teasing me about about my oh, not really? being able to drink a beer. 
I do believe that I can outsmoke you any day. I, That's I fine. do believe I can outsmoke any day. That's fine. I'm not Let's see who chugs oh. faster. Uh, no, he'll chug fast. We'll we'll yeah. That's where this yeah. podcast. That's where, that's where this podcast needs to go. Vote video now. <laughs> yeah, we'll a little bit. This would have been video. I think me and Brandon already would have shot him like five or six beers by now. Oh yeah, uh, I've been sipping this whole time. I never sip <laughs> anymore. I I can't even sip a beer. <laughs> I'm currently smoking. I'm currently smoking a bowl. If that means well, anything. I don't think that's legal. It's illegal. He says. Well, I pretty much chugged this hard apricot lemonade Ooh. from Mike's. Brand new. I, I, I thought you were drinking mimosas. Oh, I've already finished four. I've already up. finished four of those, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna grab a bottle. Yeah, I need something bigger. Good. See, <laughs> see, we need we need <laughs> Adam on the page. Editing this. Oh, I'm calling you all out right, after this, so you got it. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta wrap this up so we can get some editing time in, guys. Uh, if anyone's got any shout outs, we can do them now. Adam, you got anybody to shout out? On the Sick Productions page, I mean, share that. Um, otherwise, than that, head PE, Edema, Julian K. I mean. I know our tours are kind of postponed right now, but I'm guaranteed, you know, once this shit's lifted, it's it's going to be fucking tour heavy. I'm going to be so much on the road. You know, the the Forge and Joliet, you know, we played the Twisted Spoke at the beginning of this one tour in Pekin. So, I mean, those are going to be the, about the closest to home unless, you know, unless, you know, you guys get us closer to you guys. We definitely have some options available. We'll get something working. Oh, yeah. Word. <clears throat> So if you go to the forge, I'm definitely coming to see you. <laughs> JC, you gonna come with JC? Oh yeah, anytime you have anytime you have him come, I'm there. Like, he knows well, that. I go what? anytime. Every Let time me he's know. home, I'll go. I'll travel throughout the state. To oh see yeah, him, you know wherever it's at. And I'll trust be there. me, I have the hookup. Right, so, <laughs> Brandon, you got anyone? <laughs> he's like, I got the hookup. Um. <laughs> I just want to call out all my admins, moderators, friends, everyone that helped me build what I have. And uh, I couldn't have done it alone. I mean, literally, we gained like 2,000 members in the first month. And we worked for all the we, – we, we worked for all the rest. And it was a difficult it, – it's still difficult. And we still try to come up with new ideas. The quarantine kind of – Put a damper on April, but Chugs for Autism is going to help us out, I think. But we had bigger plans, but that's all right. We'll, we'll get to them eventually. But I want to call out all my moderators and admins right now, like uh, Andrew Whitney, Julian Ochoa, Kevin Robbins, Ashton, my fiance, uh, Chris Shealy, Kyle Newcomer, Maddie and Jason. Um, Isaac, he was my, he's my A one day one, but we had, we, we, we're on our like third, third set of moderators and admins. I, I don't know what it is, but people just want to take a break and 
actually Mario just came back. He was one of my first sets, and he asked me if he could come back, and I said, of course. Like <laughs> we didn't leave yeah, on bad terms, you know. Power these days, that's for sure. Hell so, yeah. And and I I want to shout you guys yeah, out too, Corey and JC, uh, Patrol at Dawn Thanks, and man. Chaos Ordinance. I mean, you guys really help us that, out man. so much. So we got your back. So. It means a lot. And you do the same. You do the same for us, man. I appreciate it's it. It's all about working together in this industry, and that's what's going to get us further. It's a team. You know? It's a when, team. When we're unified, we all scream we together. together we're bound to be heard. Sean, yep. do you have anyone to shout out, brother? Uh, pretty much everybody you know, that I want got... to shout out, over half of them are already here. Uh, personally, I just want to thank Adam for taking your time doing the interview with us. Um, Brandon. Brandon. Oh, yeah, very much Thanks so. Thanks for uh, taking the time, uh, spreading the word for BSB. I will be uh, following up on your call out here probably a little bit later on tonight. So don't don't think I'm gonna bitch out on it because I'm gonna call you right back. Yep. Remember <laughs> oh. that. I I do have to, I I forgot I, I I dogged you Sean because I I'm pretty sure Sean was one of the only people to buy a T-shirt at the last one. So Dude. I mean, oh, that, shit, that's, huh? that's oh, support. Shit, that's support right no, there. Yeah, so man. I appreciate you too, that's man. The least I can do, brother. <laughs> 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 also, I want to you know, I appreciate it. my kids, Piper, Peyton. Love you guys very much. Um, shut up. <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, we love you. Like, <laughs> aside from Justin and Corey, I mean, you got Jake the Snake Schmidt. You got the Fink, David Finkelstein, Kirk Homo, Romo. Um, you got Julio, <laughs> Jason Harlan. Yeah, Jason Harlan, the drummer for Chaos Ordinance and only Chaos Ordinance. <laughs> for 10 years. Yeah, all friends, family. Love you guys. Much love. Wouldn't be here for, oh, for y'all, man, so I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Oh, for y'all, man, so I appreciate you. All right. Thank but you, thank for, you being for being here as well, John. What's that? Oh, you're absolutely welcome. Yes, thank you, Sean, very oh, much. I did forget a couple people, though. I don't want to forget everyone. Go ahead, go ahead. I want to call out, no, uh, shout out Christy Double D, uh, Ryan Zermino, Stephen Foster. They're Fuck all my yeah, uh, moderators, also. So hell, man. Hell yeah. Can't forget anyone, <laughs> dude. Hell yeah, you do. You got a fucking hell of a team working with you, man. That's awesome. I I, I do. I, I tried, and they're a bunch of good good ass people, and I'm glad I got them all on my hell yeah. my team. Yeah, too. JC, who does Illinois yeah, want to yeah. thank? Who does Illinois want to thank? Fucking everybody. I mean, right now, starting off, like, uh, first thing, I want to say probably Verilyn Music. Um, as, as Illinois, is first thing they've done, our first show right off the bat, they were right there, ready, to, ready to open the doors, ready to work. Kept things managed, kept things everybody safe, everybody having a great fucking time. So for oh, yeah. hats off to them first and foremost. Um, like Ninth cool. Street Pub, they've always believed in us. They've always had our back. So Looney definitely, definitely John is the fucking when when nobody else supports metal music where we're from. John always has our fucking where back, and the Ninth Street Pub's always been there. Always, for us. always has. Both shout out as well. Um, and speaking of that, speaking of that, they got food and shit. So if you want to, you know, you can get over there and they're get carry out. I think they're running a carry out. 
and still support them that way if you can. I believe so. Yep. Oh, they got delivery? Okay, so they're running delivery or they're running delivery or at least carry out stop and yeah, give the them some support, support selling artwork right to help support Hell yeah. their employees during this downtime. And if you go shout out Nick Huffman from Illinois, Nick Huffman from the our, uh, closest friends out here in the biz, but uh, he's been doing beautiful things for his uh, fucking employees, man, and we appreciate the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah. Got Midwest fingers ball with awesome. Absolutely. I do have one more <laughs> shout out. I suck. I suck. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> Derek uh, Martin. Derek Martin. Day, all right. Still got a few That's the last one. <laughs> then you're yeah, grounded. I'm grounded. Yes, hey, fuck Derek Friday. <laughs> Check it out. Yep. If you don't know him, tell him to fuck off anyway. Kevin Kelly with Midwest Bangers Ball <laughs> for doing all of our flyers and ticket but, support. And we have Dark Souls, which is our photo. As Absolutely. well as, fo- as, oh, well yeah. as photos, and Dark too. Originals on there. Shout out to Amanda. Yes, well, Dark Soul Originals. And oh, hell yeah. She's our house photographer as well, right, Corey? For real noise. I mean, yeah, she is. She represents, dude. Amanda's dope as fuck. <clears throat> Speaking of that, like, and the other speaking of that, I think we already mentioned other venues such as we already mentioned. Well, don't forget Freak and Top Fuel yeah, Saloon. I know we've all played there for sure. Frank Mastelars at the Forge. We've Fuck all played yeah. at the Forge. Fuck yeah! Back when it was Mojo's and then the Tree. It's like um. What? Oh shit! Oh, shit, gentlemen, it's been all been Chris and Chris and Betsy. Very much so. I think we got um, on Friday. I think we're gonna have Brothers Giant, at least yeah. part of whoever's available on with us on Friday, um, and some and some of Mantra Morta as well. So we're gonna try to showcase a bit of each of their music, um, nice. as well as as get you a give our listeners a chance to hear some of their stuff and actually hear from them. Um, like I said, a lot of our listeners may be from our local area initially, which is what I'm going to think. But like Mantra Morta's come here and they've made a hell of a change for themselves. They've got a fan base oh, where our fans love and respect what they do. And it's great. They come, out here, they come out here and they entertain the shit out of our fans, so they're not just our fans anymore either. They're their fans as well. Oh yeah, very much so. You know, it's it's, it's crazy because I see people in our crowds here in the Illinois Valley singing their fucking lyrics and I, singing along with their songs. You know, I actually bought their CDs at the last show. Yeah, that's dope. It's dope to me to see that, dude. Like, and that's like so a, a huge again, a huge, huge, huge. I'm glad you mentioned that they'd be on again Friday, Cor- um, Corey, because yeah. huge, huge shout out to them. I love them. They're they're inspirational. They're inspirational not only in their music but also in their work ethic. If more bands Absolutely. could work like they would, we'd all get a lot farther. Oh yeah, very much so. And not to cool. mention, you know, Jesse, the lead singer, is also married oh, to the guitarist. So, so I mean, so awesome. Jesse, <laughs> shout out, yeah. Jesse and Josh. It's like, 
They're and, and, yeah, it's like, you know, when you get into the establishment of a work environment to where you're actually working together and you're also a significant other, it meshes very well. <clears throat> All right, not to, not to cut anybody short, but I, I, want, I, want, I want to, to ask talk Adam about real quick. Does anybody want to say anything else? Very quick. Okay, you're a drummer. Sure. All right, so okay. these three drummers, who do you think will win in a drum off? You got Michael Mangini, Terry Bazio, or Mike Portnoy. Ooh, and the funny thing is, two of them actually right. play with Dream Theater. <laughs> so, you know, between Mangini and Portnoy, if it came down to Dream Theater, I will have to stick with original Mike Portnoy. But if it was going off solo work, I would definitely have to go with man gene because a, a lot of the Good a lot answer. of the stuff with portnoy if you know and this is elaborating kind of off of it if you listen to you know he played with avenge sevenfold Correct. after the rev died so and a lot of the stuff if you listen to live he brought a lot of dream theater into Avenged Sevenfold, which did not kind <laughs> of help matters more. at all. Because <laughs> cause dream theater was that late 80s, late, you know, early 90s metal band, you know, that kind of tried to compete with Exodus and Megadeth and, you know, bands along those lines. But he fit well. He, you know, he listened to the Rev stuff. And kind of he mimicked Rev to a T. Mangini kind of went off and actually did his own thing when it came to Dream Theater instead right. of trying to so mimic Portnoy. Uh, sorry to cut you off. Which, but, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Michael Mangini is, either currently sets the world record or had the world record for the fastest hands. Fastest hands, yes, but we'll have to give it to actually. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the drummer of Arch Enemy really? had the fastest okay. feet. Yeah, um, and th- and this will going into me actually seeing this with my own two eyes. It was Ozfest, Arch Enemy was on Ozfest okay. in 2006. And they actually had the display set up to sit down and actually time in one minute. And he did 837 oh. hits wow. in one, in okay. one minute. <laughs> as far as, as far well, as double is. base hits. Well, on that note, it may, that this is a great note to end on then. I've got to get this stuff edited and I need to take a couple of hits of my own. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, thank you everyone for being here. <laughs> same, same here. Yeah, thank you, thank you guys for fucking coming and hanging out with us on our we'll first episode again eventually. Always and oh, yeah, always available. Show again in the All future. right, we look yeah, forward to we look forward to working with you guys, Adam. You already know, and then Brandon, welcome to the fucking family. Welcome to the league. You know, there's one thing we are one. one. Uh, we're here. We ain't yeah, here for a long time. We're no, here for I a fun time, right? Yep. Let's go. No. I asked what did Corey, you say? If, if we are one, why are we, we one, are Corey? That's right. How are you? 
All right, y'all have a good, good night. Yes, no. Good night. <laughs> not you, mediocre-looking bastard. Oh, definitely. Peace and chicken grease. <laughs> Stay away from Peace. the police. Stay away from the poet. Also, wash your hands. <laughs> wash your hands. <laughs> See you. Hey, guys. This is Kevin from Midwest Bangers Ball. Hopefully all is well with everybody. This will all be over before we know it. Just stay safe, stay sane, and stay metal. Hello, boys and girls. How's everybody hanging in there? Um, it's Amanda Wilson, your favorite washboard player with Brothers Giant, and your photographer from Dark Soul Originals and Illinois Media House photographer. Just wanted to check in, say hey. I hope you all are hanging in there and doing your best to be positive right now instead of bringing more negative to the world, which is the last thing we need. Um, be sure to uh, smoke as much weed as you can. That's what I'm doing to stay sane and creating as much art as I can and just doing my best to connect with my family um, without murdering all of them. I love them all to death, but whew. It's quarantine, bro. It's got me. Y'all hang in there. Stay safe. All right. Take three, because I'm fucking dedicated. Because I love you guys. All right, this is D-Don, from the comfort of his own home, of course. Um, I've been killing my time with listening to this band, Chaos Ordinance. Pretty kick-ass band. Uh, picked up their CD a couple weeks back. Really dig in the second track off that album, Why? And number nine, Exile and Ten Legion. Um, they're all pretty kick-ass tracks, but those ones I'm digging a lot and have been rocking out pretty much every day to them, making some silly fucking videos and some silly shit with it. But um, pretty much jamming out and uh, playing some Xbox, trying to keep my sanity in check. Um, I hope all you guys stay safe and healthy, and I'll see you guys real soon. Rock on.